What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. I don't have any, you know, fancy nickname for myself this week, but I do have to say my book is out or, you know, by the time that you're hearing it, pre-orders should be out late nights on Broadway. It's my brand new book. Um... I would really appreciate it if you were to check it out if you're interested, if you're a bookworm or you just want to, you know, want something to read. Um, check it out. $4.99, not $5.99, dollars I'm sorry. Uh, but once again, pre-orders will be out on the 15th. So by the time you're hearing this, actually, um, I mean, if you're not hearing it on a Monday, Monday is the, will be the 13th. Uh, well, f- listen, <laughs> it, 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 the pre-orders, pre-order, the actual like pre-order date will be out on the 15th. The day, the day the book releases uh, is on the 30th. So from the 15th to the 30th, you have ample amount of time to pre-order it. Of course, if that is something that you're interested in, if once you pre-order it, you get it. So if you want the early... If you want the book earlier than the 30th, if you want it before Christmas, you know, as a way to gift it to somebody or, you know, um, a gift for yourself, once again, um, that would be available for you to do on the 15th. And heck, you can even pre-order it on Christmas and, you know, have Santa deliver it to your house, um, to your Kindle. Uh, there's no physical copies right now. I will make physical copies a thing. I just wanted to start off with the um, ebook copies first, but physical copies will be a thing. So for those who um, are primarily into physical books, that will be a thing. I do plan on making the physical copies a thing. I want to say I'm going to try within the first two months of uh, next year, 2021, basically. If this is not a promise. This is me simply saying that that's what I plan on doing. I want to then be able to make sure that all the the the, the, the actual copies that I have um, is finalized. I'm not editing things and this, that, and the third. Therefore, once you get your physical copy you're not getting an outdated version. So that's why I'm taking my time with that stuff. Um, and I'm giving myself at least two months simply because there are other things I need to do that got put on the back burner because I was spending so much time with this book and also during crunch time when it came down to it. Um, but I'd really appreciate it if you wanted to check it out or at least share the link to somebody that you know is a bookworm or is looking for something to read okay and I whatever you decide to do I appreciate it and I respect your decision you know you have to say that because you got people who listen to the podcast and want to assume things or whatever um I had a lot of originally this this episode was going to be, I don't know if it was going to be super long, but it was going to be a lot more topics than the 
four that I had. I had originally like six. And uh, the other two topics I X'd off the list uh, because they might be on future episodes. I feel as though that they're, they're relevant enough for me to obviously have a discussion about or have something to say. Um, but they're not like time sensitive in the sense of relative, um, like with the topics that I will talk about here, um, or at least the majority of them, I feel, um, so yeah, um, or half of them, let me put it that way. I'm looking at the list now, but anyways, not to, uh, prolong the episode content. Um, I want to first start off with rest in peace. Now, for those who listen to this podcast and you're tired of the rest in pieces, I'm tired of black people being murdered. <laughs> so, I mean, time stands in the description box below. Um, it, uh, you know, if this is not, if, if you don't want to hear the news or whatever, um, there's zero problems with me. Uh, I have zero problems with you. Fast forwarding to uh, the next segment or whatever topic you feel as though uh, sounds interesting to you and then listening to that. But um, we're going to start off with the first and that is a rest in peace to Casey Goodson. Casey Goodson is the, the black man out in Ohio who was shot in the back three times while entering his home um, because of mistaken identity and racism and police incompetence. So, for those who are listening and you still don't want to believe these issues, by the way, whenever I speak on these issues and you still refuse to believe it, at the end of the day, it's I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you to see things otherwise. The reason why you're so in disbelief has zero to do with, uh, and that is the case for very few people, um, at least the ones that I interact with. It's very few of them, um, their disbelief uh, is is from ignorance. Ignorance not in the in the bad sense, but ignorance as in they don't know because they, where, how they grew up and where they're from, you know, police situations like this didn't happen. And also, uh, if the police were around, there were typically good people, as in good to the people within those people's communities or whatever. That's because they didn't see those people as threats and see the, the so... Those are the people I'm not addressing. I'm addressing the people who who purposely are ignorant, willfully ignorant to these uh, facts and whatever because, well, they're racist, you know? And they they just want to justify the murder of a black person. So I'm not talking, I'm not going to go back and forth with y'all. Nope. But pretty much... Casey came back from Subway, and prior to him going to Subway, he was at a dentist appointment, actually. And, you know, from the dentist appointment, he went to Subway. From Subway, he went home. The 
agents who shot him, um, or the officers who shot him, um, said that they thought he was a man who fit the description of some crime that went down over there. Now, I don't know what's what. Like, usually when he's there, like, oh, we thought he was this guy. We thought he was this person. And I don't know about y'all, but I'd be asking myself, what? where's the reports of this crime? Because it's very, very rare. I When I look into it, I'm like, there's not even, I can't even find reports of this crime. But there's reports of this shooting, of course, this, this, this random shooting of this random black man. Let me put it that way. Not random shooting, but random black man. But there's really no report of the crime that they said they were in the neighborhood doing anyways. It had zero to do with just targeting a black man and uh, shooting him in the back. And had everything to do with, well, we did it because we thought he was a criminal. We thought he was the criminal that fit this crime. This crime that is totally un non-existent or whatever. Now, I don't know if that... I'm just saying. I Whenever that, that seems to be the case. Oh, we didn't mean to shoot this, this black man. It was... We, we thought he fit the description. You know? When I was... This happened in 2019. I was walking home from work. This is when I still worked outside the house and I still worked, uh, you know, not for myself. Um, I was walking home from work as well. I wasn't, I was walking basically to the train station, which I then I took to get home. But, you know, I was walking pretty much to, to go home from working and I was stopped. I was told the same exact thing. I fit the description of some guy who claimed uh, that I was, not I, but, but some guy claimed that he was jumped by a pack of niggas, right? And one of the niggas had an orange bag on him now I rocked like a book bag a school bag or whatever and my I got this orange and black Everest bag right um in the bag I, I used to change into my work uh out uh shirt and in and out of my work shirt and stuff and then I kept like my belt and all that other stuff inside the bag as well you know uh boots or shoes or just things of that nature inside the bag uh, but yeah, I I was told the exact same. First of all, they wouldn't even tell me what they were stopping me for. It just was like, put your hand, guns drawn and everything. Put your hands up, all that other shit. Um, I'm I'm mad. I'm angry. I'm arguing with them. I'm tell I'm like what like what the hell did I do? I just got off of work, and. To make it even more clear, I just, I, I, it wasn't like, uh, yeah, I just got off of work, but I got paid that day as well. So I went to the ATM. So I went to the ATM, get out the ATM, then I go to the, uh, I, I make my way to the train station. They wait till I get on the bridge, 
hey, you fit the description of this guy. And I'm like, describe him for me. Oh, the guy had a black orange, uh, not a not a black, uh, but an orange bag. What did the guy, I didn't ask you to describe the bag. I asked you to describe what the guy looked like. He, and then he, oh, it was a group of them. What did the guy that you're claiming is responsible for said crime? Because I didn't see anybody get jumped. I didn't see anybody with orange bags. I didn't see, and again, just because I'm saying I didn't see it doesn't mean I'm not saying that it never happened. But when I'm asking the officer who wanted to be the one good guy out of the six cops that was there, when I'm asking him, because the other ones wanted to straight up kill me, there was one right behind me, literally, that I was just like, this man could just draw off any any second of the day, any second. So I just kept looking behind my back on him, right? But when I'm asking, what exactly did the guy look like? Because I, 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 you can go down to, I told them what store I worked at. Y'all can go down and ask them, because I got an alibi. Y'all can ask them what I've been doing for these Pat for the past six hours, cause I've been there. I've I, I didn't I wasn't a part of no group, or whatever. I'm on camera in this store for six hours, so you're not going. I'm not I'm not going in nowhere. I'm not going no none of that. So and I understand people are gonna say you you got lucky, you got mouthy with them this that and the third and we can get on to all that. Um. But I say all that just to say that um, the whole mistaken identity excuse is, is exactly that. It's an excuse. Again, I'm not saying that th there aren't crimes that are reported and then these incompetent police officers roll up on the first of all, again, they could have easily with it with with. Uh, Casey, even though it still would have sucked, they could have stopped him. But oh no, they had to shoot him because he he would. They thought he was the guy, and the guy was was, and they claimed that he waved a gun at him. That was the thing that 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 was really that I really wanted to talk about. And I'm gonna ask this question, knowing damn well I'm not gonna get an answer for it, or I'm going to get an answer that uh, is a genuine answer, right? One that isn't going to defend the cops. But my question is, who holds police officers responsible for uh, lying about um, for why they killed somebody? Who holds them responsible? Because you and I, listener, we can kill somebody and lie about it the reason why we did it and none of us are cops but guess what we're going to be punished for not only the murder but the lying about the murder so i ask again how come cops should be treated any differently who holds them responsible for this they lied and said this man waved a gun at him this man had nothing but a Subway sandwich in his possession. He had a gun license, license to carry, but there wasn't even a gun on him.
Who's going to hold these cops responsible? This man is lying. I don't want to hear, wait for both sides, this, that, and the third. And No, the cop lied. You can look into the information. You can look into all of the, and you can say, oh, you're going to fake news sites like CNN. You're going to, those are the people that they are not going to convince anyways. So I'm not talking to you. Because you already got the narratives shaped in your mind right now about this situation. And then you're you're just going to believe whatever you want to believe. You're insane. You're insane. There's a big difference between trying to dig deep into a story and simply denying the facts. Because whatever is true doesn't fit your narrative. And therefore, you're going to deny it or you're going to make up stuff. That's insane. This man just wanted to go home and eat. He wanted to handle his business for the day. Go home, eat, do whatever. Got killed and all the cop says is, oh. First of all, if you if you said this man waved a gun, that's how I know it's a lie. Because there's two stories that the cops are saying. They're, one is admitting to the mistaken identity. The other's story is he waved a gun at us. We must still come for something for someone else. My bad. Oh, no, 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 no. There was a good reason for shooting him. He waved a gun at us. If you've seen somebody who waved a gun at you, they have to be facing you to do that. Let's just say that. If this man were to wave a gun at you and you still mistook his identity, your vision is worse than mine. There's no way in hell... You can mistake someone's identity when they're looking right at you, waving a gun in your face. Which means there was no gun being waved in your face. It's just another police lie. Rest in peace to Casey Goodson. His family is looking for murder charges. Good. Um, we'll see what happens. Um... I bet you it's going to be like one cop who didn't even shoot Casey or identify Casey. Bet you he's going to be the one to be detained while the shooter gets off. And the person who backed up the shooter's lie and said, yeah, he waved a gun at us. That person gets off. But the one cop who probably admitted to the mistaken identity, he's going to get punished. He's going to get punished for y'all making us look. You shouldn't. You should have went along with the lie. You should never came out and said mistaken identity. That cop is going to be charged. Charged for going against the other police for 
not following the blue wall of silence. Even though I'm not giving credits for it. I'm not going to give credit for that cop. I'm not going to say, well, he's such an honest cop. They're so brave. He or she, whoever that cop is. Absolutely not. Because I'm pretty sure they came out with the admission of mistaken identity because they wanted that to be the one excuse as to why they shot this man. So it has zero to do with let me be honest and come out with the truth. They got everything to do with, well, I can just lie and say this was the reason and boom, get off. We, we, we'll get off on this. But then the other cops in mind or whatever, whoever the case was, decided that they wanted to go with the gun waving lie. I mean, cops, y'all supposed to know this stuff. Like, if somebody has two stories for one situation, don't y'all, doesn't that tell y'all that one of those situations is a lie? Maybe both? Doesn't that tell y'all that the individual who now all of a sudden has two stories for one situation is lying? Come on now. Come on. I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but once once again, rest in peace to Casey Goodson Jr. Family, keep fighting. I know y'all want murder charges. I'm glad to see that y'all want murder charges. I'm glad to see that you're vocal about it. Be angry, um, but do not, and please, please, please do not allow Joe Biden. And that's another thing that I want to mention before I, I got I go, because I got to mention why this isn't being as covered as George Floyd, Breonna, Ta <coughs> Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery. And speaking of uh, Ahmaud Arbery, um, do not be surprised when you see people try to argue that this situation is fake news because Casey went to eat Subway or went to get Subway so he can eat it or maybe give it to whoever was in his house because I know he stayed with family. Either or, he went to Subway after a dentist appointment. And people are going to say, you're not supposed to eat solid food after a dentist appointment. First of all, stay out of that man's mouth. His oral health was his oral health. That's number one. Decisions you might make with your oral health it is may not be the same someone else makes. Maybe he got great news from the dentist. And the dentist was like, you can eat solid foods after this. So then he went to Subway. But I see people making those dumbass statements just like how Candace Owens dumbass and all the other people said, oh, Ahmaud Arbery, he, he was up to no good because he wasn't really innocently jogging because who jogs in cargo shorts? I'll tell you who, jog, who jogs in cargo shorts. People who decide that they want to wear cargo shorts and then go for a jog or a run. Who are you to tell people how they should act? What they should wear? What they should eat after dentist appointments? Mind your business. Look at the facts. 
The fact showed that Omar didn't steal anything out the house. He wasn't breaking into nobody's house. He was jogging. And just because he had cargo shorts on, it does not mean simply because he could jog in cargo shorts. Maybe if your fat, out of shape ass will get up. Instead of staying on your ass all day on the internet telling black people how we're wrong and how how you're not racist and impersonating black folks and, and, and looking up stock images on Google, black guy image, photo of black guy, and then creating Twitter accounts and saying, as a black man, I believe maybe if your fat ass stopped doing that, your out of shape ass stopped doing that, you'd be able to jog in cargo shorts. Maybe if you took care of your mouth, instead of, again, spending hours upon hours of the day telling black folks that what isn't racist, which a racist ass, and actually brush your damn teeth and take care of your mouth, you'd be able to eat sandwiches after dentist appointments or solid foods after dentist appointments. With the dentist's say so, of course. Either or, let's not use these dumb straw man fallacies to try to make points to hide your racism. Let's not. And as I was staying with the whole Biden situation, the reason why I feel as though this isn't being as covered as possible. Sure, Donald Trump is still the sitting president. As of this episode is out. As of the the recording of this episode, obviously. And as of when the episode initially releases on the 14th. Um, But Joe Biden is the president-elect. Kamala Harris is the vice president-elect. I think the suppression... The suppression of this story compared to the other stories I just named is because, well, I won't even say suppression, but the ignoring of it is because they don't want a Joe Biden presidency to look like, uh, they want to give off this impression that racism is dead because Joe Biden's in office, which, you know, (laughs) y'all heard them tapes. Y'all heard them tapes. Man, I, I told you about that boy, man. I told y'all about that boy. Woo! I, the reason why I'm purposely not going to talk about it this episode is because I told y'all. I'm sorry. That's all I'm going to say. But they want to give off the impression that Joe Biden, uh, a Joe Biden presidency, racism is dead. That so they're not going to portray these things in the media Unless it's it's a it's a juicy story of some sort or whatever. They're not trying to start off the Joe Biden presidency already with some flaws, and they're gonna do their best to try to uh, to 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 make Joe look as squeaky clean him and Harris as squeaky clean as possible. As oh see. Things is going back to normal now and things is going back to the way they were when Obama was in office and even though Mike Brown happened under Obama. You know, mass shootings and, and, and all these other things. Uh all, all police all these other police uh you know murdering people. 
black folks especially, happened under Obama as well. And yeah, a few of those things were reported, but this was his last term, toward his last term. The media has a way of handling situations and toying with the mind, especially American media, but toying with the minds of people. I can go on and on and on and on about that. I'm not trying to do that this episode. Um, I don't know if this episode is going to be a two hour long one like last week or so, but um, that's my that's my reason for it. That's why I believe why you're not hearing this in the news. You saw it trending on Twitter for a day um, and now everything else you have to go and search up news articles about the situation. It's because they don't want to paint. They don't want people to. They want people to go back to sleep, essentially. You know, um, Biden's in the office and the Democrats are back in the, the big house, the White House. And, you know, um, Trump was the reason why all these things was happening. He was the reason for coronavirus. He's the reason for racism. He's the reason for unarmed uh, black men being killed. He's the reason for unarmed black women being killed. He's the reason for white militia men killing black men. He's the reason for all that. Trump, 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 Trump. And now that he's gone or he's about to be gone, let's ignore the issues that were happening before Trump. To make Biden look good. To make Harris look good. To make the Democrats look good. See, see, these things don't happen when you don't have a president that's... I'm pretty sure a number of you all have heard statements with those, uh, have heard sentences with those very words being uttered. This only happens when your president is... Oh, does it? Does it? It only happens when you have a Donald Trump type as a president. Does it? It doesn't. For those who can't pick up on sarcasm. It doesn't. It happens when you have a system that allows it to happen. No matter who's in what, who's in the White House. It happens when you have presidents who are okay with this. Who act like they're not okay with it. Well, some of them, Trump didn't act like he wasn't okay with it. He made statements that were clearly unbelievable. But in the grand scheme of things, if 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 Joe Biden talks about this situation, or God forbid, any future situations of a unarmed black person or just unarmed anybody being killed by the police, or even if they were armed but not doing anything, not no crime or anything, because you got that you got that uh video that circulated um and I think this was a recent video too no it it it, it is a recent video because it do had a mask on 
where the white guy is literally yelling at and threatening the police. And they're like, hey, man, please, please, we don't want to do it to you. They got their guns drawn on him. He's telling them to put their guns down before he shoots them. One of them says, I'm going to sick the dog on you. He said, I'm going to shoot the dog and you. <laughs> That's wild. And then he drives off. Kid you not. He says to the police, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive off. Now, he was stopped for a reason. This wasn't some um, mistaken identity. He was stopped for a reason. I don't know what the reason was. All I heard was one of the cops was saying that uh, the the description, your car and license plate uh, fit the description of whatever. So this man supposedly did something. And I don't know about his whereabouts now, but he could be still free. Heck, he could be listening to this podcast. If so, hit me up. We got, we, we definitely, I definitely have to have you on. And we got to discuss that situation and everything about it. But there's clearly two different Americas, two different justice systems. Well, when I say two different Americas, I mean, there is one America, but there it's different for, it's different for the races and nationalities and and groups here. It's not the same. So to all my listeners who are from Canada or from Brazil, Australia, um, wherever outside the U.S., if you're, you want to come to the U.S., come and I hope I'd get to see your beautiful face. But don't come here with this idea that everybody is treated equally. Everybody is seen the same Everybody is given the same opportunities for the most part um, and all that other stuff that they may have taught you in school about America. Because as an African-American, American in general, I can tell you from personal experiences, from what I've seen, from what I've heard, it's all BS. So... That's really the end of that. Once again, rest in peace to Casey Goodson Jr. And uh, we'll get on with the rest of the show. All right. This one is about Fort Hood. For those who listen, y'all remember Fort Hood, right? Y'all remember when I talked about Fort Hood? Um, In fact, I had an entire episode called um, titled Investigate Fort Hood, and I talked about just the crazy things that went down on there. By the way, they got a they got a, a rating on Google, 4.7 out of 5 stars. You know that these, a total of 353 reviews. You got one review, really good place to live and work. People who put their items in this store set their own price. 
Huh? Am I looking at a store? I'm not looking at the store. It has... This is the base. It's got all the... It's got tanks and helicopters and stuff. I don't know what that review was all about. Um, I'll read one more. A really good place to live. Are you... These people are bought off or they're part of the craziness that went down. Oh, wow. I was stationed at Fort Hood in 1982 to, to 1983. The best army base ever. So it's... it's a lot of the reviews are... And again, that was, that was a review that was seven months ago. Um, I may have made an episode that long ago. I know it was this year for a fact. Um, but it was months ago, nonetheless. But I feel like a lot of the rest of the dashing reviews that Fort Hood has um, are from the old vets who were there uh, back in the freaking 80s or so. And you're not going to talk about Fort Hood. You're not going to talk about the army and disrespect the troops again. The problem here. Is that you're ignoring everything that's going on. Because. I'm not even going to get into it. They're in the news again recently. Um, because 14 high ranking officers. Were either fired or suspended. That's what the headlines are saying. That's what everything else is saying. Everybody might look at this. Not everybody. But few people uh, might look at this. Probably the same people who think Joe Biden in office means racism is dead. Um, But they're going to look at this and say, yay, their problems are solved. When no. No. It's not. The problem's not solved. Now, I wasn't going to talk about this, honestly, because that's all I had to say was that's not going to solve the issue. And that's all I do will say. It's not going to solve the issue at all. The issues that I brought up the issues that other people bring up are still going to happen. They're still there. This is not a situation of just removing people at the top and then boom. When people who were, it wasn't just people at the top involved in all this crazy stuff that was going on. So it's not going to solve the issue. But I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to say I told you so too the individual who called me a conspiracy theorist because I talked about Fort Hood. Yeah. So remember when I brought up the situation to where somebody called my podcast or called me a conspiracy theorist and said my podcast is all about conspiracies and all that. Um, I remember it was about the Fort Hood episode I did. Once again, entitled Investigate Fort Hood. If you haven't listened to that, please check it out after you listen to this or hit pause and go listen to that. Then come back to listen to this. Whatever you decide to do, it's greatly appreciated. But 14 people were busted. Does that sound like a conspiracy to you? All I'm going to say, people. This segment is not going to be long. All I'm going to say, people, is 
Y'all keep denying what I report. Keep denying what I say. 2020, man. This year has been really crazy, but I've been proven right. I feel as though, yeah, this is me gloating right now. I'll get to, I'll get to everything else. I'll get to myself and my personal development and growth later on in this episode. But right now, right now, <laughs> taking the time to gloat. I told y'all about a lot of things. A lot of things. Somebody. Anybody. Give me my flowers. <laughs> Somebody outside of myself, of course. You know? I told y'all about a lot of things throughout the three years I've been doing this podcast. And some things I was wrong about. Others I weren't. This is the first year that I'm actually acknowledging what I was right about and throwing it back in people's faces that I was right. You can suck it. I don't care how bad that sounded. But hey, we on to the next segment. Hey listener, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Since we're on this break, I thought it'd be the perfect time for me to recommend another podcast for you to check out, especially if you're stuck at home because of the pandemic. Reported is a podcast of the Santa Fe Reporter. Reported has four seasons ready to binge covering everything that has to do with the southwestern part of the United States, a beautiful high desert, and yes, home to Breaking Bad which actually is more accurate than one might think. Reported is a podcast you can find on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or you can visit their website at www.sfreporter.com. That is www.sfreporter.com. If you like the podcast about environmental justice, police shenanigans, how the pandemic is affecting Hispanic single mothers, and the toppling of a 140-year-old statue, just to name a few episodes of topics. Check Check in every Wednesday for a new episode of Reported, available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Alright, so this next segment here is about, pretty much about the death penalty, um, but it does relate to the Brandon Bernard execution, um, just a tad bit, but the majority of what I want to discuss here, once again, is just my overall thoughts about the death penalty. I don't think I've really discussed it on this podcast. If I have, I'm pretty sure that what I'm going to say in this, 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 this go around, um, is probably a lot different than what I said in the past. Um, and I say that because my thoughts about it have changed. Um, it, you know, and I'll get into all that. Um, in regards to the Bernard, uh, execution, um, Brandon Bernard execution. 
I understand why he was in prison in the first place from what I heard of the story. Um, he was 18 years old. He was in a gang. This gang, um, members of this gang or gang members uh, targeted this community, this this couple um, who um, did community outreach. A member of this gang ended up killing the couple, um, and they they made Bernard uh, dispose of the evidence. Basically, burned the car uh, that the couple was in. Um, now, from I, I, again, if you know about the story, um, and I know you can say, look it up, look it up, look it up. Let me tell you right now. I'm starving. Too lazy to do all this damn reading. That's number one. Number two, um, it's not gonna change much about what I have to say. Whether Bernard burned the bodies within the car or he simply just burned the car, it's not really going to change much of what I have to say personally for me. It doesn't change what I have to say. He still did the crime. Therefore, the time that he served prior to um, <clears throat> prior to his execution, um, I don't think that was the unlawful aspect of it or harsh aspect. Let me put it that way. Whether he, he didn't sure he didn't do the killing, and what is messed up is if he did get convicted for the killing. What did he kill? A car? <laughs> Only in America, a black man could get convicted for killing the car because essentially that's all he killed was the car to destroy the evidence. Again, to my understanding. I don't know if he burnt the bodies and the car, but to my understanding, he just burned the car. And sure, that is the crime, but I don't think that should have been the fullest of extent, especially when this man had no prior record. But you know, America. Um, but he he recently was executed. Um, I believe it was Thursday. I believe it was Thursday. I might be mistaken. Um, last Thursday for those who are listening to this either Monday or whenever you listen to this um, but you know um, or within a week that this is this episode is first uploaded um, it would have been last Thursday I believe that was when he was executed I know the time was 9.27pm Eastern Standard Time um, from what Again, I've read this man was uh, the model, I guess, prison inmate, meaning that literally when they say, oh, prison's meant for rehabilitation and turning these people into upstanding citizens, and it's not, but you do have cases like a Bernard uh, who, like a Brandon Bernard, I keep forgetting his first name, but you do have cases like that where you have people who are in prison and they are actually doing a lot of positive things in prison. 
being a really positive person. Heck, some of the uh, some of those cases, those people are doing more positive things that they've ever done in their life in prison than they did when they were out of prison. Now, in no way, shape, or form am I advocating for prisons because you got rare cases like a Brandon Bernard. Because that's that is. That's insane if anybody will well, look at this guy. He was he was the model theater and then they still killed him. <laughs> what message are you sending off to people that well, prisons are uh, should be a thing because you got this guy. He did all these great things in prison and then he died because he got executed. <laughs> so the message is be a good person or go to jail or go to prison and be a good person in prison so you can be murdered instead of dying peacefully like all the other good people who aren't in prison what how does this sound enticing at all to anybody but that's the logic that people will have when they want to defend prisons. Aye. But I don't want to take away from this brother. I don't want to take away from his actions. And he also made a dumb decision. I made a dumb decision at 17. You know? Um, which ironically, he was 18. But, you know, ironically, our crimes both involved cars. But I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't burning one, I was stealing one, you know what I'm saying, or at least breaking into one, or at least aiding and stealing one, but still, it was a dumb decision, so I don't want to hold it, don't, don't, don't put it out there, people, that I'm judging this dude, or whatever, I'm saying, well, he's in me, he, 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 he killed somebody, he, even though, from what I, again, from what I heard, also, um, the man who actually did the murder of the couple was already executed for that crime. So why are we then executing his fellow gang members who didn't do anything with the murder? And sure, they were a part of this murder in the sense of either getting rid of the evidence or they saw it go down or they planned it, whatever the case may be. But they did not necessarily, Bernard especially, did not pull the trigger to kill that couple. And in no way, shape, or form am I saying fuck them that fuck that couple. They were doing uh, from what I heard again about the couple. They were doing community outreach. They were doing great things in the community, this, that, and the third. We need more angels like that. It's just unfortunate that they had to. I'm pretty sure the same community that they were doing outreach for ended up taking their life. It's it's this situation to me is just people are going to want to view it as black and white and it's not like that. At least when it comes to the the it's black and white in the sense of it definitely is black and white in the sense of um the death penalty and who really gets affected by the death penalty and why and you know having it what the death penalty really is for but in a sense of looking at it from 
this man bad, this person good, this man bad, this person good. It's not that black and white. No. Again, I'm not excusing the 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 decisions young Bernard made when he was 18. But what I'm also not going to sit here and 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 do is say, well, he if he if he didn't want the death penalty, if he didn't want to go in prison, he should have never been about that gang life. He should have never murdered a car. He should have never burnt the car alive. He should have never burnt the car alive that used to the car that two people who were once living in. Uh, well, well, not living in, but weren't once alive in, were sitting in. Now, my thoughts about the death penalty, as I've stated in, in it before, <clears throat> I'm not entirely too sure I've ever spoken on it on this podcast. So I am now. <clears throat> If you remember me speaking on it or not, and you know my thoughts have changed or not changed, feel free to let me know your thoughts in general, but just let me know if they change or not change um, by hitting me up on Twitter or Instagram. Those will be in the description box below. But I'm not for it. I'm not for the death penalty. This man should still be alive right now. I'm not saying that he shouldn't. He should have gotten off with the crime that he did. First of all, he shouldn't have had that all that time for what he did. All he did was burn a car once again. I'm sorry. Like, you know, people would say all this other stuff. And I'm not saying he shouldn't. Have, it's not a crime to do that. It's arson. But look at the burning a car arson to me is not on the same level as burning a church arson you know how like burning black like the clan burn black churches or burning black homes in general or burning people's places in general yeah when you burn a car that has nobody in it nobody gets hurt when you burn a church full of people people get hurt when you burn a house with people in it people get hurt but america says that one is more extreme than the other because the arsonist in one situation is black and the arsonist in the other situation is not fact of the matter is Brandon Bernard should still be alive. Especially if the actual killer was killed years ago. Why are we then still punishing a man for something another man did that you already punished that man for doing that crime? Now, I know people are going to ask, well, if you're for, if you want to get rid of the death penalty, um, then do you agree that uh, the, the, the killer should still be alive right now? Yeah. Again, me simply saying that 
the, the killer should be alive right now does not mean that he should be unpunished for what he did. Think about it when y'all, when, when, when you, think about what you're saying when death penalty for any crime, because again, all Bernard did was burn a car, but the death penalty is given for that. There's been men who innocently were accused of killing somebody or raping somebody. Evidence shows that wasn't the case. There were men who, especially when in the situation of war rape, uh, black men who were accused of raping or killing somebody, often white. Evidence showed that this black man didn't do it. But the actual murderer was either locked up or died or, you know, still out there. And they still, eh, let's kill him anyways. Why not? We don't want to look stupid. Let's kill him anyways. Why not? See, for those who are so pro death penalty I don't think y'all understand some of y'all I don't think some of y'all understand that this system that you're so pro is not working first of all death penalties does not decrease crimes that, that it's proven fact that's number one you can look that all this stuff up number two death the the death penalty disproportionately only is giving to a specific race. Hmm, I wonder what race that is. I don't gotta wonder, I know what race it is. Three, it's very arbitrary. There have been certain people who were put on Jesus Christ. This thing still recording. Charlemagne, we lie. I hopefully, all right, it's still recording. I I I ended up getting a call. I'll get to it when I get to it. But as I was saying, it's very arbitrary because they're and they're calling again. Wow. The double call. Hold on, y'all. Alright, we back. <sighs> we back. <laughs> Anyways. Um, gosh darn it. I, I forgot what I was saying. I was speaking about the death penalty for sure. So, if I repeat myself again, I apologize that phone call took longer than I thought it really needed to be, but you know, it happened. Um, as I was saying, again, I'm not with the death penalty. I'm not with it. 
I know people can feel however they want to feel about that. I feel as though people, again, as I stated before, you're telling people that, well, people should learn not to kill people and therefore they should, uh, um, I know what I was talking about. I was talking about the how arbitrary the, the death penalty is. It's not really based off of one set rule as people say that it is. People say, well, if you murder someone, you should go to prison and then your punishment for murdering someone is to be murdered. When again, stats and has proven that that's, that doesn't decrease crime, that doesn't decrease murder in general. Let, not let alone just not even just crime. But murder rates in general don't drop because people are afraid that they're going to get caught and then murdered themselves. That's that's it, it, it's, it's proven not to have been working. Um. So that's one part about it. A second part about it is um. As I was saying before, there's really no set one rule. And then there's the race aspect. That's the black and white that I, that I say does matter in this situation or is applicable in this situation. Where disproportionate amount of death penalty recipients are black men who were who were accused of murdering a white person or actually did murder a white person. You have Dylan Roofs out there. You have uh, other white people who have killed white people. Or you have Dylan Roofs who killed black people. And they have yet to get the death penalty or they're not going to get the death penalty. Also, if your whole thing is, is fearing... If you're out here and you're about the death penalty because you fear us niggas and you fear black men and an angry black man is going to come and rape and kill your daughter and your wife and stuff. Stats show that you're likely that if that were to happen, it'd be at the hands of another white man. And if we want to get real and deep, it will be at the hands of a white man who raped his own daughter. And his own wife. And then killed them both. Stats. People. Facts. Stats. Not emotions. Not irrationalities. Sure. You can bring in emotions in these things. Again. The whole death penalty thing. Rubs people the wrong way. It's immoral. Um, It's one of those weird. Immoralities. That is based on. This notion of morality, meaning that people are claiming, oh, we're, we're doing this because the Bible. But then when you have evidence to show that this person does not deserve the death penalty, then where's your where's your Bible? Where's your forgiveness? Where, where's your Bible quotes about forgiveness? Where's your idea of, oh, all of a sudden you forgot what the Bible said. You forgot what it's saying about an eye for an eye. You forgot what it's saying about hating people. 
But this part right here, it said, hey, when you do this, you should do this. And this should happen to this individual who for... But that's what everything, with how people um, use le biblical, the Bible. So, long story short, I'm not with it. Um, in the past, again, I will admit, and this is young me, young, dumb, ignorant, or surface level me, where it was like, yeah, I, I'm for it. If you out here, killing is bad. And if you kill somebody, you deserve to die too. Again. If you, if you hear someone say, I don't believe in the death penalty, and all you hear is, <clears throat> first of all, all, if all you hear is me clearing my throat so I can take a drink, that's the least of my concern. But no, seriously, if somebody saying I don't believe in the death penalty means you hear them say that person should go unpunished, no. No. It's just like those who combat Black Lives Matter with All Lives Matter or Black Lives Matter with Blue Lives Matter. No. Just just no. Just no. You're not you're not someone that's making sound arguments and you're not saying anything that is um <clears throat> you know You're not making anything that is, um, you're not saying anything that is substance, that has any substance at all. That's what I was saying before I got that call. There were people who got the death penalty because they quote unquote looked crazy. Kid you not. Somebody had one eye bigger than the other. Somebody had a lazy eye. Somebody's hair was always messy. Their eyebrows were were sharp as hell, uh, whatever. Um, They looked like Uncle Ruckus, you know what I'm saying? They... Apparently, you're not supposed to... um, Give the death penalty to the mentally retarded Bill Clinton... During his, uh, you know, presidency, executed one. So, all these rules in place people have, and you can't do this, you can't, y'all can't even agree on y'all, meaning those who um, say the death penalty should be a thing. Y'all can't even really agree on why. The goalpost is constantly being moved. You ignore certain aspects of it, like the racial disparities, the disparities of victims of individuals who get murdered, disparities involving mental instability, uh, or at least breaking... uh, the, the breaking of rules uh, to murder people with certain 
mental uh, instabilities. All these things behind it to justify why. And a lot of y'all, y'all don't want to admit this. At the end of the day, some people, they don't realize it. It's all rooted in racism. I hit y'all with a Kenya Burris. It's because of racism. It's because it is. Again, whether you acknowledge it or not, this whole idea of having it around is rooted in this idea of this angry, this crazy, what if a black man ends up attacking me? What if this black person ends up attacking me? Or whatever. Or does something to someone else because people don't think that things happen to them. Someone else. They will say, well, what if this individual, they won't say this black person, but what if this individual does X, Y, and Z to someone else? And then this individual that they're thinking of in their head is a black person. Black man to be exact, but it's a black person. Now some are going to be like, no, it's a white person. And I still, and I still am for the death penalty. And, and again, even if it is a white person, an Asian man, or, or Hispanic woman, or white woman, or Whoever you have in your mind when you think or when you say to somebody, what if this person does something to that person? Whatever the race, gender, sexual orientation, religion, that person in your mind is. The simple fact of the matter is. The whole system behind it as to why even existing and the reasons for why it even is this they all contradict one another it's a system that has been proven time and time again not to have been the case not to have been effective at all at all at what it's claiming to be around for to decrease murder rates to put fear in people to say if you murder somebody this will happen to you. But then nothing decreases. In fact, stuff increases. Because the people who are out here just murdering folks. Listen. I don't want to continuously repeat myself. Not to sound like a dumbass hood rat who can't articulate what the hell they're saying, but I said what I said. You know? Because literally I said I gave y'all 28 minutes of me talking about, well, I said this this is my thoughts on this. This is why I just think that. At least I gave y'all reasons. Then when they say I said what I said, there's no reason behind it. It's just, well, no logical reasons of whatever. But this is just my thoughts. Again, Brandon Bernard should still be alive, you know. And once again, I'm, I'm going to say this one time, one more time, and not saying it again. 
Anti-death penalty does not mean anti-accountability. Sure, you do something and you break the law. You should be held accountable for it. But death, though, that's not our decision to make. I know a lot of y'all think y'all God. A lot of, you know, people within the system think they're God or they're doing God's will. That is not your decision to make. So, and you're not God. And you're not doing God's will, plan, or whatever. You're doing your own selfish, dirty, racist deed. But maybe your God is like that. Definitely not the one I represent. But anyways, we got one more topic to discuss. And it's not about death or politics it's about me so stay tuned if you're interested all right so as i said this last topic is going to be about me and you know, um, I had a great reading last night, uh, a great tarot reading last night. Um, for those listening, maybe you believe in that stuff. Maybe you don't. This is my podcast. I'll talk about whatever the hell I want to. If you're new here, well, welcome to the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. Appreciate you for listening. Hopefully you subscribe. Hopefully I didn't scare you away or make you angry yet. But it is what it is. I, I got to talk about what I got to talk about, you know? Passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. Um, but, yeah, I got a great reading last night. And just in general, before I even get into it, I wanted to... I've mentioned plenty of times before that I want to talk more about myself in my spiritual journey. By the way, I got the light on. It's gloomy as hell outside. It's raining. I got the light on in this room. It just, for some reason, feels nice. Maybe because I'm talking about myself as well. But it feels nice recording a, a podcast episode with without natural light. Sounds weird, I know. But usually it's natural light because I'm recording these in the morning or whatever, right? Oh, at least when the sun is still out. Sun ain't been out all day. Uh, but I feel cool for some reason. Anyways, sorry. But as I was stating before, I wanted to talk more so about myself and especially my spiritual spirit, yeah, spiritual journey. Um, and just to monitor my growth, you know, not just my growth as someone who talks politics or, you know, talks this, that and the third or but my own personal growth outside of the subject matters that I talk about. Like I said, maybe my, uh, in the last, uh, you know, segment that maybe my thoughts have changed about the death penalty. Maybe they've stayed the same in regards of if I've talked about it on the past on this podcast, but I know for a fact that my thoughts have changed definitely about it. In general, generally speaking, they've changed. 
But my thoughts on things aren't the only thing that I want to change about me. I want to change a lot about myself. One in particular, one thing in particular is um, my self-expression. Um, I want to be able to live up to my full potential um, and be my truest self. And I think I part of how I am able to do that is to talk about it here um, through, during the podcast, write about it. Um, just sharing things about myself that maybe some people may have not known, right? Oh, very few people known or people didn't know but didn't necessarily hear me talk about it or we've never talked about it. So here's me talking about it, you know? Um, in regards to last night's reading, like I said, it was a really, really great one. It was great because I got to hear from my mom again. Now, this is where I understand people. If you didn't think I was crazy before, I understand this is where people are probably going to get turned off. And what's wrong with him? He's going crazy. He's talking to his dead mother. And and for those who didn't know, yeah, my mom passed away in 2014. Um, I've mentioned on this podcast plenty of times before um, how much I loved my mom, but our relationship wasn't necessarily the best now it's not as bad as I probably would have made it I made it out to be and I can admit that um it's because I was bitter and I was upset and there was a lot of things that I didn't get the chance to hash out with her simply because she's no longer here right in the physical realm so a lot of that bitterness, a lot of that that anger uh, was still present in me. Um, I don't know if it still is present in me. I, at this point, especially knowing, uh, I'm not going to talk about what we talked about over, but um, knowing how she feels about me and what she sees in me, I mean, what she always saw in me, uh, it really just made me feel good and it made me miss her even more because I really wish she was here to see me now and see what I'm doing with my life right now. But, you know, the universe has its, has, has things happen for a reason. The universe has its ways, you know, everything happens for a reason. And when I say the universe, maybe some of y'all are religious. That could be God for y'all. But that's pretty much what I'm saying. God, universe, whatever the deity is, um, replace universe with whatever your deity of choice is. And that's exactly what I'm saying. So before you categorize me as crazy, I'm saying the same thing that you're saying with different vo- with different vocabulary. But we're basically believing in the same thing, saying the same thing. And I know, well, how come you can't call it God, Dean? And how come you don't want to call it? It's because I'm on, my journey may not be your journey. Your journey probably has a deity where you can categorize as this person, that person, or one specific name. 
me, I say the universe because it's more than one power and it's not a specific person. The only person involved in this situation is myself in regards to my own personal spirituality in the journey. It's me. I'm the only person I can I, I can re, re, uh, make references to. So I got this tarot card reading. Um, got to hear from my mom. I didn't hear her literally, but you know, got to hear from her. I was honestly glad to also know that she knows that I love her, that she understands that I love her, that the anger that I had for her, uh, the resentment at times, because I will admit there were times I really resented that woman. That she understands and she knows that um, deep down inside, I love her. And that really made me feel good to know that because I don't want anybody for that matter. That I love to think that I dislike them, I hate them, or you know, have any type of resentment for them. At all. I'm going to save all those energies for, or those feelings and energies for the people I actually do dislike, the people I actually do resent. Because I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't have these emotions and feelings in general about people. I do. Just not my mother, just not any family members or anybody that I don't have those feelings for. But... That was part of it. That was part of the reading. The other parts, the bulk of it had to do with me living up, living up to my true potential, uh, the growth that I am making, my progress, um, what is blocking me, which is me, um, and subject matters that you might hear me discuss about myself. Or just in general. You probably you already heard these subject matters. You know, things of like sexuality, things of self self-expression. Um you know, those 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 are yeah, those are just two other things that I've talked about plenty of times on this podcast, but it I in regards to me going in depth and admitting it or or you know just being upfront about it let me put it that way um or in depth let me put it in depth because I have been upfront I have just haven't been in depth you know these are things that you know will you you as a listener subscriber of the earnest oh man I'm out of water damn Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I wanted to take a sip. That's why I was distracted by my empty cup. But um, as I was saying, these are things that you're going to hear on this podcast. Um, and I'm not going to say I'm not. I, I, I want to say it's going to come easy, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. One of my favorites. It's oddly, oddly, as as the Mister Know It All that I am, I love not 
I love saying the words I don't know or I do not know. Um, I think that there's there's a lot of power in saying that. Maybe because a lot of people don't like to admit when they actually don't know things. Um, but there's a power to it. There's a power in just simply saying, hey, I don't know everything. Hey, I don't know what's next. But whatever comes next, I am ready for it. I am ready in this sense of I am going to to uh, accept what it is and I will move accordingly and appropriately from it because, well, what other choice is there to do? You can you can. uh bitch out about it you can you know make it a big ordeal or whatever or you can simply allow it to happen and go through the process and come out victorious from it in a way to where you're going to learn things about yourself you know it's all choice at the end of the day. And at this point in time, I want to choose to go about these situations in victory. I want to live up to my truest, highest potential. And if there are things in my way, such as myself, my insecurities, my my secrets my my I don't know my doubts my if there are things that are in my way and blocking me from being the true me that I envision myself to be and that I want to be then well god damn it Joe I'm getting them out the way I'm sorry but they're getting out the way they're getting out the way um slowly but surely this is not going to be something that I is, is just like, 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 it's not going to be something like quick, fast in a hurry is what I'm saying. I like to process things slowly. Uh, I like to go through the process of doing things slowly until I get to a level to where I can speed it up and do it effectively while speeding. Um, but other than that, I'm not going to just hit the ground and running. I will gently land on the ground because I don't even want to hit the ground. I want to gently land on my two feet and pace myself, pace myself. And then when I'm like, I'm bored or I feel it, I'll up the ante. I will start, you know, walking a bit faster, maybe then go from jogging. And then maybe sprinting and then long distance runs and things of that nature. But that takes time. You know? Um, But yeah, all that from last night's reading was amazing. You know? Um, I really enjoyed it. I really loved it. Um, And this segment here was just kind of a, I guess, intro (laughs) to... Uh, one to give you a little bit of insight of what what was discussed last night, but also 
Uh, don't be surprised if you hear me talk more about myself, you know? I say this is politics, pop culture, and life. My life matters, right? You know? Um, and, you know, as I love saying, this is my podcast. So if at any point in time you want, and I'm all willing to take suggestions. I'll, I say all the time, please suggest for topics you want me to discuss but I also want to focus more on the life aspect of this podcast and to um, you know talk about spirituality or just you know in general a lot about that especially when it comes to myself but just in general on this podcast a lot because I think that a lot of people listening will be able to relate to it, you know? Um, I know there's people who relate to what I speak about anyways, but um, not everybody is political. Not everybody is into politics. Uh, Not everybody wants to talk about uh, police being absolute dumbasses and scumbags and bastards. Um, Hashtag ACAB. Um, And I understand that. I understand that. Um, maybe they just want to, you know, hear advice from somebody who might be going through the same things that they went through. Maybe they want to hear about triumph stories or failures of this, that, and the third, and you know, whatever. Um, and I'm going to be very cognizant of that from moving from now on forward. I'm, I'm going to be very cognizant of whenever I do the topical breakdowns or just in my notes about what I want to discuss for the week, uh, uh, you know, or for when I record these podcasts, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind because it's definitely something I want to do more. So if that is something you've wanted to hear, hear more, once again, you could have reached out. Um, Also, don't fret because there will be more, you know, but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say about the situation. I, I thought I was going to go super in depth. Um, you know, and I don't want to seem closed off or anything. Um, I'm going to focus a lot on the self-expression, self-acceptance aspect of it. I know a lot of it has to do with this idea of uh, fear of judgment. And I will admit to that as well. Um, there are parts of me and I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all know this but there are parts of me where it's like fuck your judgment I don't give a fuck Um, and that's evident in the things that I say it's evident in the way that I carry myself but there is a part of me that is very fearful of judgment and very uh, somebody who is who is who does care you know um and when it comes to certain things, yeah, that that's when that side comes out. Now, when it comes to something like, you know, me not giving a, me not liking Biden, me not, you know, giving a damn about Obama, not liking Obama, me not liking Harris or politics in general, even if you're a Trump person, me not liking whoever you voted for. I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. Me not being a pro-death penalty 
person because I, I saw the light and I see that it's not just what they're saying that it was. And they're saying, oh, it, the death penalty is around to uh, punish very bad people. No. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you are an adult and you're not in that child like mine. If you're a child and you thought that way like I did when I was a child. Um, first of all, if you're a child and you listen to this podcast, where is your mother? But thanks for thanks for listening, by the way. You know, hit that subscribe. Even if it's on your mom's account, hit it. Hit that subscribe. Two, um, I'm not going to hold that against you, though, if you're a child and you listen to this. Um, you're a child. I'm not going to hold children for having childlike mindsets. You're supposed to. You're a child. If you're an adult, though, and you're having these childlike mindsets, get the fuck out of here. And that's how I'm going to end off this podcast. Once again, it's been another episode of the Earnest Thoughts Podcast um, with your host, Ernest, who you love, Ernest, same guy, different name. Time stamps in the description box below. Listen to whatever segment. Um, listen to the whole damn thing. I appreciate it. Whatever you do. Once again, my new book, Late Nights on Broadway. It is on the Amazon. It's in the Amazon store. Uh, no physical copies right now. But they will be coming. Like I said, give me two months. Give me at least two months um, for me to... Get that ish under wraps. It might be less because that phone call I got earlier, it's potential money. Potential money. So, you know, ah-ha-ha. you know, I love my, you know, I love my money. But simply because I love my money does not mean I don't love the free support you're giving, you're going to give me or you decide contemplating on giving me. So if you want to support freely, you can subscribe, you can share, please rate the podcast and the episode on Apple Podcasts. That really helps out spread the word. These are things you can do for free to show your support for the podcast. Monetarily, again, you can purchase my book. This has nothing to do with the podcast, but still, you can purchase my book. Um, You can subscribe to the Patreon. $10 a month will get you extra content from this podcast, as well as extra content from the My Two Cents podcast, as well as video recordings. The video recordings for both podcasts will be on Patreon. $10 a month will get you all of that. You can hit that support tab wherever you listen to this podcast as well. Or you can hit up the PayPal Cash App. And now Venmo. Venmo is in there in the description box below as well. Hit up any of these things. Any amount is greatly appreciated. And even if you decide not to do it, once again, still greatly appreciated. Until then, until next episode, stay black. If you are black, stay beautiful. If you are beautiful. <laughs> Black Lives Matter, LGBTQIA Lives Matter, Trans Lives Matter, Black Trans Women Matter, Black Trans Men Matter, Black Men Matter, Black Women Matter, and You Matter.
abolish the death penalty. And you will hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.